Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. This is pretty warm weather. How do you feel about it? I'd rather have a mild winter. I'm Nick Ainelli. The United Nations calls for Russia to end hostilities and withdraw from Ukraine. We'll take you to Kiev, where they're about to mark a year since Russia's invasion. CBS correspondent Charlie Daggett joins us at 410. It is 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Roads are a mess as more than two dozen states continue to get slammed by a monster winter storm. CBS's Christina Ruffini is tracking conditions. Conditions caused more than 100 crashes across the state, prompting this warning from officials. Avoid travel the next few days. The February front stranded thousands of Americans at airports across the country. We've changed our flights three times and now this is going to be the fourth. Wind speeds hit up to 50 miles an hour in some parts of the country, knocking down trees and power lines. In Michigan, a pawpaw volunteer firefighter died while responding to a downed line. Alec Baldwin has pleaded not guilty to involuntary manslaughter charges for killing a cinematographer on a movie set in New Mexico. He was supposed to make his first appearance in court tomorrow, but submitted the plea in a court filing instead. In L.A., a judge extended Harvey Weinstein's time behind bars. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. To the end, Harvey Weinstein claimed his innocence. He told the court he doesn't know his accuser and said, she doesn't know me. When she addressed the court, the accuser said there is no prison sentence long enough to undo the damage. Weinstein's 16-year sentence will be served consecutively, meaning the 16 years will only begin after he completes his 23-year sentence in New York. A disgraced lawyer took the stand in his own defense at his murder trial today in South Carolina. 54-year-old Alec Murdoch told the jury in Walterboro, South Carolina, he did not fatally shoot his wife and son at the family home in June of 2021. I would never intentionally do anything to hurt either one of them. He faces nearly 100 financial and drug-related charges in addition to the murder charges for which he is on trial. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Former Vice President Mike Pence is under new pressure to testify before a grand jury about January 6th. CBS News has learned that the special counsel, Jack Smith, is now trying to compel Pence's testimony despite questions about executive privilege raised by former President Trump's lawyers. At CBS's Robert Costa. A high-ranking feds finally meeting with frustrated residents over that train derailment in Ohio. CBS's Skylar Henry. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg got his first look at the charred remains of tank cars. The secretary noted an odor still lingering in the air. The secretary promised accountability. We're going to be here day in, day out, making our railroads safer and making sure Norfolk Southern meets its responsibilities. The NTSB says an axle on the train overheated, causing that crash, but the crew never got an alert to warn them. The Dow's up more than 100 points. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Good afternoon. It is 4.03 and we're happy you're with us on this unbelievably warm Thursday, February the 23rd.
Hello, everybody. I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, an off-duty D.C. police officer who shot and killed a man at the wharf last summer will not be charged. Our story from WTOP's Mike Marilla. The U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C. says the decision comes after an independent review of the deadly police shooting in July of last year. On the night of the 16th, D.C. Police Commander Jason Bagshaw was having dinner with his wife, a police investigator at the wharf, when they saw people crouching for cover. They headed toward the commotion and found Lazarus Wilson of Dumfries attempting to rob someone. According to prosecutors, Bagshaw pulled out his service weapon and told Wilson MPD dropped the gun. When Wilson didn't drop his gun, Bagshaw opened fire, hitting Wilson in the cheek. Wilson died later at the hospital. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. D.C. police officers wear body cameras every day recording every interaction. But about half the time in incidents that are sent to the complaints office, officers break the department's policies. When a complaint about a D.C. officer comes in... One of the very first things we do is we go into the body-wearing camera software system. Uh, we preserve that footage from that incident. In 2022, Michael Tobin with the Office of Police Complaints says in 45% of those videos reviewed, the officers didn't comply with the department's rules of wearing body cameras. But in very few cases, they forgot to turn it on. The biggest uh, violation that we're seeing is, and I think really it's because it's just not being enforced in the police department, is officers not telling community members, hey, you're on camera. You're being recorded right now. Tobin says they get about 800 complaints about police officers every year. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. There is a strong artistic culture east of the Anacostia that most people aren't aware of. That may change, though, with the unveiling of D.C.'s new Arts and Culture District. Art to go-go is the motto, and it's designating Anacostia as an arts and culture district here in the city. To celebrate D.C. culture. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser celebrated in words, with music, and even by painting with artists here. Artists make things exciting and fun. Christina Noel is the head of the Anacostia Business Improvement District, and she says this is exactly what the neighborhood wanted. We want to make sure that we can keep the flavor here. We have a lot of talented artists here. Kiana Jones is one such artist with her own gallery here in Ward 8. So we have a spot where people really value and understand art and just make you feel good. In Anacostia, John Dome in WTV News. It's 4.05. For snow lovers, this has been a wildly disappointing winter. But hitting 81 on this late February day is giving a lot of locals some serious spring fever. WTOP's Nick Ionelli is in Montgomery County asking folks how they feel about our rather unusual weather. I'm a big cyclist, so I don't mind being able to get outside and ride. That's what Ron Hauptman says about this mild weather, but he does think about winter in the back of his mind. I like the big snowfalls. Yeah, it's fun to get one snowfall here or two snowfalls a year. Alex Itoa feels the same way. Yeah, I kind of miss the snow a little bit. But I'd rather have it the way it is right now. Another person with conflicted feelings is Melly Bennett. I would love to have at least one good snowstorm before the spring comes, but I don't think that's going to happen. Though there is still a little bit of time left for that. We'll see in Montgomery County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, up next, we will have more detail on this record-breaking weather that we're having and then the big change ahead. Then, a report out of Kiev where the people of Ukraine have endured almost one full year of war. We'll hear from CBS correspondent Charlie Daggett, 406. The father, a black man in a blue uniform. The mother, full of hope. When they welcome their newborn son, can they protect him in a world filled with danger? Washington National Opera presents the D.C. premiere of Blue, a profound story of grief and resilience after a death at the hands of police. See why the Music Critics Association named Blue the best new opera of 2020. 
March 11th through 25th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination, turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public for details. It's 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. We've got incredible weather. Don't know about the traffic. Here's Dave Dildine. It's heavy highway and freeway traffic on the warmer weather days. We always have slower traffic. Uh, no reason to chase the red lines. Travel times are definitely going to be lower, uh, longer this afternoon. Uh, whether you're in the slow traffic on I-295 near Blue Plains or I-395 near the 14th Street Bridge, 495 in Tysons, or 95 in Howard County where the southbound work zone near 175 is clear. In Prince George's County on the Interloop near Kenilworth Avenue, Dumb truck disabled in the right lane. Upper Marlboro 202, there's a crash backing up traffic between Marlboro Pike and Kent Drive. And Arundel County, your crash in Harwood on Route 2, Solomon's Island Road, north of Birdsville Road. Through Manassas, the battlefield, the crash on 29 near Bull Run is clear. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Dave Doldine, WTOP Travel. Well, let's go to Storm Team 4 now. And Mike Steneford. It's going to stay breezy and warm for the next several hours. Later tonight, partly cloudy skies. It'll stay rather breezy. Our lows mid-40s to lower 50s. Big change tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny skies, but a windy and a cold Older day, highs only upper 40s to lower 50s. Cloud cover on Saturday, a slight chance of light rain or snow, little or no accumulation. Our highs upper 30s to mid 40s. Partly cloudy warmer on Sunday, highs mid 50s to lower 60s. Chance of late day showers on Monday with highs in the 50s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Mike Stinniford. So we broke some temperatures today at uh, Reagan National and Dulles Airport. I think BWI eventually broke there. Yes, they did. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. everybody pegged it, right? 80 degrees right now at Fort Belvoir. Foggy Bottom down to 76. And Silver Spring has also slipped to 76 degrees, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 410 now on WTOP. Tomorrow marks one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. The situation appeared bleak. Moscow expected a victory within weeks, but the Ukrainian resistance surprised Russia and the world. How did the Ukrainians do it, and how have they managed to stay in the fight for this long? A little earlier, CBS News correspondent Charlie Daggett joined us from Kiev to think back to one year ago. It was extraordinary to witness because I was here, we were here when that unfolded and the very next day when they were handing out these weapons at sports centers and along intersections it was real and it really was happening and they were putting up barricades and we had civilians who were loading up molotov cocktails and yes that was not going to be enough clearly that was not going to be enough to stop one of the most powerful militaries in the world but we spoke to the defense secretary Alexei Reznikov. And I put that question to him, that the civilian soldiers wouldn't be enough. He said, it it wasn't just that. You know, we had spotters. We had people pinning when Russian tanks were coming down the street. And the soldiers that they did have 
they put them in the right places. There's a place, Hostomel, which is an airport, just a 25-minute drive outside of the capital. And we went there afterward. And what happened there was extraordinary. The elite Russian paratroopers were trying to establish that as an air bridge in order to take over the city itself. And they were stopped long enough for the full soldiers to go in there to an actual battalion strength to go in there and to turn the Russian forces back. And we've seen these horrific images in places like Bucha and Irpin. These are suburbs of Ukraine that were taken over for a time, but the Ukrainian forces were able to push them back. Do you remember the 40-mile convoy of death? Everybody was expecting what's going to happen there. I myself was expecting, not necessarily that there was going to be a sort of massacre on the streets of Kiev, but it would be under siege, that it might fall within 72, 96 hours, as Western intelligence, including U.S. intelligence, was predicting. It just didn't happen. And in the time it took to get the Western-supplied weapons, the bigger weapons in there, it turned the tide against Russian forces. It, it's been extraordinary to witness. On the front line at this point, a lot of the people fighting for Russia are conscripts. The Ukrainians, to your point, are literally fighting for life and death. Where does the fighting stand now? Well, we went out to the front lines east of Bakhmut and shut down. That place is just getting pummeled, as you've seen, along Kursan, outside of Kharkiv itself. Anything within Russian artillery range is getting hit constantly. And when we went to the place just northeast of Bakhmut, there genuinely wasn't a 30-second period where there wasn't an explosion, either incoming or outgoing. And I know there's been a lot of reporting, and Ukrainian forces have been talking about artillery. That's really what they need right now. Mostly it's ammunition, because they are burning through this ammunition far quicker than the United States or any of America's allies or Ukraine's allies can provide it. And we can't get here quickly enough. So it really is an artillery war. In some cases, we talk about trench warfare, but trench warfare, when you see it up close, is, is small arms fire. It's, it's grenades. It really is a matter of a couple hundred yards either way in either direction. So we talk about the fight that has stagnated or stable front lines, that kind of suggests that nothing's going on. No, the opposite is true. They're actually fighting for every inch and they're fighting constantly. So along those battle lines, this is a very active and dynamic fight that's going on. CBS News correspondent Charlie Daggett in Kiev. Coming up on WTOP, what is the commander's new offensive coordinator saying about his new team and his chance to work with, with who probably will be the new quarterback? I'll land ahead with George Wallace, 414. Save big during Court Furniture Outlet's President's Day Sale Event. Are you looking to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable? Maybe furnish a vacation home. Don't pay high retail prices. Court prices are always super low because they lease their high-quality furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Now save even more on a huge selection of upholstery, accent chairs, bedroom sets, mattresses, dining sets, and office furniture all at amazing prices. Plus, check out all the special buys now at an additional 25% off. And for all you listeners out there, mention you heard us on the radio and receive an additional 10% off your entire purchase. Come in today and discover where families, home stagers, and business professionals have been saving for over 50 years. With five locations in the DMV, in Capitol Heights, Rockville, and Catonsville, Maryland, and in Alexandria and Chantilly, Virginia. Or go to courtfurnitureoutlet.com. That's C-O. 
www.artfurnitureoutlet.com. Oh, hello. Looking for a health plan in Northern Virginia that does more than just process claims? Meet Optima Health, a new kind of friend who totally gets that sometimes your life and budget can change. That's why Optima Health offers exclusive health and wellness programs and tools that can help you save money where you need it most. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your right-by-your-side friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. Coming up in money news. I'm late. Gains on Wall Street. And who ever thought a watch could do this? I'm Brendan Hazelton. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 415, George Wallace is here. Had a chance to be at the news conference today with Eric Bieniemy, the new offensive coordinator for the commander. So your impressions here. I, so here's the thing. This was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, the whole auditorium was full. And usually you don't really see that, right, with just a, a, a coordinator maybe coming mm-hmm. in. But this is a big deal. He, he, he moves the needle. And uh, pretty much the entire organization was there. Of course, ownership not there, but a lot of current players and uh, team presidents in attendance as Eric Bieniemy. He pretty much won the press conference, folks. He was speaking like a head coach. So lots of talk about him becoming a head coach. Did he think he would have to make this move to achieve that? Being a head coach right now is not in my in my thought process. Right now, here's what I'm focused on. I'm focusing on being the best coach that I can be today. Okay? The rest of everything else will take care of itself starting tomorrow. I live in the moment. Okay, so I got to be implanted. I got to be where my feet are. So right now, my feet are planted right here. What do you think? I, I like it. Strong. You ready to play for him? Uh, you know, yeah. I, I got to say this, George, uh, having come from Pittsburgh. Yes. And you know my background. I here, do. That's very Mike Tomlin like. Agreed. So, uh, you know, maybe he is going to be head coach material here soon. Yeah. And uh, you know, the, I think Mike Tomlin's been pretty successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Eric Bianami, a pretty good press conference today. A lot of players in attendance, and he's ready to get started. He needs to fill out now his offensive coaching staff before they head to the combine next week. Alex Ovechkin, the other good news today, will play tonight. Caps hosting Anaheim. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. Thank you, George. It is 417. Former movie mogul Harvey Weinstein has been sentenced to 16 years in prison. Last year, an L.A. jury convicted him of raping and sexually assaulting an Italian actor and model in 2013. That sentence was handed down after the judge rejected a motion by Weinstein's lawyers for a new trial. He's already serving a 23-year sentence in New York. And it's 20 years in prison for singer R. Kelly, who had been convicted of child porn and enticing minors for sex. Today, a Chicago federal judge ruled Kelly can serve almost all of his new sentence at the same time he serves 30 years for his other convictions on racketeering and other sex crimes. In this case, the jury found guilty Kelly guilty of videotaping himself sexually abusing his 14-year-old goddaughter. One of the top stories we're working at WTOP, new information on the toxic train derailment in Ohio. A new federal report shows the crew tried stopping the train before the disaster. The U.N. calls for Russia to end hostilities and withdraw from Ukraine on the one-year anniversary of the invasion coming up tomorrow. New record highs were broken at all three major airports around here. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. 418. 
traffic and weather on the 8th, we begin with Dave Dildine. And a few bad crashes now in southern Maryland. A medevac responding to one in Anne Arundel near Route 2's intersection for Birdsville Road in Hughesville. Callers reporting all traffic on Route 5 has stopped on the bypass between 231 and Old Leonardtown Road. Northbound traffic apparently can get to the old route, but southbound traffic on uh, Route 5 is stopped. That one apparently involves a truck and a couple cars. In Upper Marlboro, traffic on 202 backed up both ways between Kent Drive and Marlboro Pike because of a crash. Doesn't seem like much traffic is getting past that one either. And this is how it goes. Sometimes on days like today, a lot of slow-moving traffic on the Capitol Beltway in 95. It was an early start to the rush hour with the warmer temperatures. No let-up in sight. Volume delays on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway uh, between Four Corners and White Oak. Traffic is slow on 29. Police are doing something near the Trader Joe's. Northbound traffic gets by, I think, to the left. And southbound gets by to the left as well. But that's been kind of changeable lately. In Virginia, the uh, crash in the Manassas Battlefield on 29 has cleared. 66, we have stayed crash-free, thankfully, but obviously it's going to be slow today. Westbound near the Fairfax and the Centerville exit, slower than yesterday. Outer loop, a distraction after Braddock Road, mostly on the shoulder. Volume delays inbound to the George Washington Parkway at the Potomac River Bridges and between the 14th and 11th on the southeast-southwest freeway. Now open Metro Silver Line extension connecting you to six new stations, including Dulles Airport. Connect with more, connect with Metro. Dave Dildine. WTLP traffic. Let's go to Storm Team 4. We've got Mike Steneford, sunglasses on, wearing the shorts today. <laughs> My gosh. Oh, yeah. I, I took a little run here before work, and it is just gorgeous. Almost a little on the warm side, as most of the area got up into the upper 70s to lower 80s this afternoon. We shattered records that went way back to 1874. We're going to stay breezy and warm for the next several hours. Later tonight, clear to partly cloudy, breezy. Our lows mid-40s to lower 50s. Big change tomorrow. Partly to mostly sunny, windy, and colder. That's only upper 40s to lower 50s. Cloud cover and cold on Saturday, a slight chance of light rain and snow. But right now, I'd say the bulk of that precipitation stays well to our south. Highs only upper 30s to mid 40s. But by Sunday, partly cloudy and warmer again. Highs mid 50s to lower 60s. Fredericksburg 81, Gaithersburg 76. And right now, Sean and Hillary, we're down to 76 at Reagan National. Amazing. Thank you, Mike. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Up ahead on WTOP, some more local efforts to help people who have Kias and Hyundais from having their cars stolen. 421. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, agile, staying ahead of the market at every turn, and finding ways to do more with less. That's never been more important than it is right now. So for a limited time, Comcast Business is introducing small business savings, a deal for companies across the country. When you call in now, you can get powerful internet for just $39 a month for 12 months. $39 a month with no annual contract and a money-back guarantee. All on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses with the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call and get started today. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Offer ends 321-23. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 50 megabits per second internet customers only. Requires EcoVille and AutoPay. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. Call or go online for details. After promo, regular rates apply. 
Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. And it rains at pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery. Learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. This is WTOP News. It's 422. Maryland Governor Wes Moore announces his new pick to lead the Maryland State Police. While also noting the challenge of filling vacancies at the academy, Lieutenant Colonel Roland Butler has been named as Governor Westmore's choice to become the next state police superintendent. Butler is a veteran of the agency that Moore notes has struggled, like others, to attract and retain recruits. We continue to ask too few to do too much. Moore explained. In previous years, we might have seen a class size as reaching as high as 80 or 90 recruits. And today, the average class size is 35. The class size that I saw when I visited was 19. Moore announced he wants to add $11 million for the Maryland Coordination and Analysis Center. And he pointed to his plan to add $122 million for public safety at the state and local level. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. D.C. residents who own certain cars will be eligible to pick up a free wheel lock, wheel lock, that is, starting tomorrow. All this is part of the city's response to a spike in carjacking. Residents who own a 2011 to 2021 Kia or Hyundai car can pick up the wheel locks at police stations across D.C. starting Friday. The car companies donated a 1,000 locks for the city to distribute, and they'll be offered on a first-come, first-served basis. City officials say an online challenge that involves using a USB cord to steal certain cars has led to an increase in car thefts. According to D.C. police, there were 150 reported car theft incidents involving certain Hyundai and Kia models last December. A D.C. ID, registration, and a steel key ignition are all required to be eligible for the free lock. Prince George's County Police in Maryland started offering the steering wheel locks earlier this week. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Baltimore has gotten a $2 million grant to invest in black communities impacted by the so-called highway to nowhere. The money will be used to develop a plan to reconnect black neighborhoods by potentially demolishing the failed highway construction project. The highway to nowhere was originally designed to connect businesses downtown to interstate surrounding the city. Now, leaders used eminent domain to demolish nearly a thousand homes in the 60s and 70s. Nearly 1,500 people were displaced. Construction obviously was never finished, making the 1.4 million stretch of expressway useless. WTOP at 425, Money News 25 and 55. Let's go to Brennan Hazelton. Sean, stocks closed higher amid volatile trading today as investors remain concerned about the past path rather of the Federal Reserve's rate hikes. The S&P snapped a four-day losing streak, closing up 21 points. Dow gained 109. The Nasdaq was up 83. That's a gain of about three-quarters of a percent. Apple is reportedly closer to bringing a no-prick glucose monitoring to its watch. Sources tell Bloomberg the company's no-prick monitoring is now at a proof-of-concept stage and good enough that it could come to market once it's smaller. Apple declined to comment. A new urgent care clinic is coming to Roslyn. Arl Now reports All Care is opening that clinic on Wilson Boulevard at the corner of North Pierce. 
It will be the company's third clinic in Arlington. And former MasterCard CEO A.J. Banga has been nominated to be the next leader of the World Bank. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Parsons Corporation, transforming the battle space. Parsons is transforming the battle space. They stand ready to help our nation confront security challenges in every domain. Land, sea, air, space, and cyber. Their advanced technologies help operators deliver success. Visit Parsons.com slash defense. Keep it here on WTOP. There is still a lot of anger in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg went there today for the first time in three weeks. We will have the details next at 426. 